Hello, everybody. This is Gregory with Confessions of an Obese Child. I hope you're doing well today. Yes, it's weird without the techno audio beat and so forth and the in the overlay, but my Mac went kaput, the one I've had since beginning this podcast back in 2017, and so I had to get a new one. But uh, fortunately, I did not put any of those overlays and samples in the cloud, so I'm going to have to do that by the next time I do another episode. So I apologize. Who knows? Maybe you are very, very happy that you don't have to hear that horrible music. But either way, I think I want to tell you guys is Awaken Man. The feed is not working. I don't know why. I don't know if it has to do with the, the new computer. But the most recent episode I did, which was 339, is why do six women or six reasons why women shop so much is right now. Uh, I'll put it over here and I'll also put at the holistic health apothecary, the female holistic health apothecary, which would be ironic given that women listen to that show and they're probably not going to appreciate what I say. But that's where you can catch new episodes until I figure out what the heck is wrong with the feed. All right. So today we're going to do a quick episode on one of my favorite movies as a child. Perhaps you've seen this. Perhaps you didn't. Revenge of the Nerds, the 1984 cult classic, was very important to me. It was very influential to me. Now, if you haven't seen this movie, let me give you the the quick the quick uh, plot. They also had a sequel because the first one was so successful. 1986's uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. And I think there might have been a third one too. So... You have two guys. Uh, they're both very nerdy. They're, they're they're going to college for the first time, and they go to this fictitious Adams College. And they get there, and there's also a, a, a very popular fraternity called the Alpha Betas. And the Alpha Betas hate nerds. And the two nerds think that, oh, now that they're in college, they're not going to be persecuted for being nerds anymore. They're wrong. So the Alpha Betas accidentally burn down their frat house, and so... They convince the the dean of the school, who's a, who's a former nerd, nerdy guy. And it's really the coach of the football team because the Alpha Betas are kind of the, the jock frat. And the coach of the football team is John Goodman. And this is before John Goodman did Roseanne. And he's great in this. He's just a gigantic bullying football coach. So he bullies the dean, who's a nerd, into making the freshman dorm the new Alpha Beta frat house, which, of course, would never happen in real life. So... The two nerds are kicked out of the freshman dorm along with everybody else, but the dean makes an exception and allows freshmen to be rushed by fraternities. So the fraternities come and they pick whoever they want, and what's left over are a collection of motley nerds, like 15 to 20 nerds. So you have the two main nerds. You have the the guy affectionately called Booger because he picks his nose. You have the, the nerdy redhead guy who plays the violin. You have the Asian dude and some other guys. You have Lamar, the gay guy. And eventually, the two the two nerds figure out, okay, look, uh, we can't we can't live in the gym because that's where the the dean had put them after they got kicked out and Alpha Betas took over the freshman dorm in the basketball court. So eventually, they find a house and they create their own fraternity. The problem is they can't create an official fraternity until they get an official sponsor. So they 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 send pictures of the group to different fraternities nationally, and they all reject them because no fraternity wants to be associated with nerds. And they forget to, to include a picture to one of the fraternities, and that's the Lambda Lambda Lambdas. And you find out later the Lambda Lambdas are a, a black fraternity. So eventually what happens is the fraternity council tells them that they can only be fraternity with a national sponsorship. The Lambdas 
give him the black fraternity, give him a temporary sponsorship because it's in the bylaws. And eventually what happens is there is some persecution. The nerds, get, the house gets ransacked by the Alpha Betas and they go to the uh, fraternity council. Fraternity council says, sorry, we can't do anything about this. And they realize that everything is rigged and that you have to be the president of the the, the student council, the frat council to affect change. So that's when the frat, the, the, the nerds decide to enter the, and the, you know, we think about old school kind of copies of all of this. At the end of the year, there's this like Olympic Games at the uh, at the university, and there the 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 lambda lambda lambdas the nerds have to compete, and at the end, because of some smart things, some machinations, and so forth, they end up winning, and they get their official lambda lambda lambda, and in the meanwhile, the main nerd ends up who is rebuffed by the head cheerleader who is dating the main alpha beta guy ends up picking him because. He puts on a mask that looks like the boyfriend and, and, and not to be graphic, he goes down on her. She doesn't know it's the nerd, but because he's so good at going down on her, she's like, oh, I'm going to dump the alpha beta for you, nerd. So at the very, very end, the university celebrates the nerd, celebrates the frat, and that's the happy ending. From a 10-year-old morbidly overweight fat kid perspective, you could see why this movie would be happy and uh, uplifting to me because I associated with the nerds. I mean, I was already getting picked on. Go, you know, go to the early episodes, the first 20 episodes. You, you, you'll know what I was talking about. Heavily bullied and so forth in, in school. And so as a 10 year old and fat, I was like, yeah, I'd probably be one of these nerds. And then, of course, it is a sort of coming-of-age story mixed with a rom-com mixed with a fairy tale because in no world would this exist where now now look i would say that 1984 now i don't know to be honest i haven't been on a college campus in 20 something years so i don't know what it would be like but i'm assuming the 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 popular jock fraternities are still going to be more popular than the super 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 nerdy ones but as a fat kid I was like, oh, see, I could be a nerd and still went out. I could be a nerd and, and, and they'll like me. And then the most you know, egregious misconception, I can be a nerd and a beautiful blonde cheerleader will fall in love with me because I can give her good kind of lingus. <laughs> and you're like, well, Gregory, you were Ted. How did you get to see this movie? I'm like, well, you know, my, my, I was the youngest of three boys. My, 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 my parents were pretty neglectful. They would just drop me off at the amusement park, Astroworld, when it was open in Houston, or at the movie theater, and I would just sneak in. I would just sneak into tons of R-rated movies. I remember in 1984, I also snuck into Beverly Hills Cop, the Eddie Murphy movie. I was very good at sneaking into movies. What I would do is, back then, they had ushers that would actually check. So I'd sneak in and then sit next to some adults. And so when the ushers would come at the beginning of the movie with the flashlights, they would think I was with them. And then they'd walk away and then I'd move. That's how I did it. But the movie's uplifting in that regard. But in retrospect, as an adult, of course, this would never happen, especially knowing hypergamy. There is no way that, for example, a woman who's with the most popular sorority, most popular guy, the most popular fraternity, Stan, uh, would, would dump Stan for a nerd with no status. Now, it is interesting. It is a great glimpse. And really, this part of it should really be on The Awakened Man. It is a great glimpse to to see how the woman can change so quickly. 
The whole movie, Betty, the, the blonde cheerleader, is giving disdain to Lewis, the main nerd. And even leading up to the funhouse where he puts on the costume that Stan is wearing, so she thinks Stan is, is going to do it, you know, give it to her, do it to her. God, this sounds so awkward. This sounds like Steve Carell in 40-Year-Old Virgin. He's going to do it to her with her, her boobs that feel like sand. And so then, but, but just because he gives good cunnilingus, she's like, oh, nerds. How did you get so good? And then there's one of the most famous lines in Revenge of the Nerds. See, jocks only think about is, is sports. Nerds, all we think about is sex. And I guess that's supposed to win her over because 20 minutes later, she uh, she rebuffs Stan after the jocks end up losing the, the Greek Olympics and they lose the leadership position in the frat council. And he's like, come on, Betty, let's go, let's go pump some iron. I need to go do it. And she's like, no, you're not my man anymore. I'm with the nerd. And then she says, I can't believe I'm in love with the nerd. And this is literally like 20 minutes after he went down on her in the funhouse. This tells you the capricious nature of women. Also, maybe she could read the tea leaves. See, at that point, the Alpha Betas had lost the competition. So Stan was no longer going to be the head of the Greek council. And we know women are attracted to men of status and and so forth. So she's just monkey branching from the, 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 the leader of the Greek council, the most popular guy in school, to one of the nerds it just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense in in the real world and so revenge of the nerds was uplifting to me and i wanted to share that story because i'm sure there's some movies if you grew up fat that you related to that made you feel good and sure there are tons of movies that had the token fat kid uh that made you feel like crap and of course when those movies came out then 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 i then i heard it all the time at school you know a lot of those 80s rom-com comedies like Porky's and these other movies would have the token fat kid. And so afterwards, you know, I'd be called whatever the name of that character was, you know, as it is go to episode two you know, being my original name, my birth name is Albert. So being fat and fat Albert is a horrendous thing, right? So it was just part of the zeitgeist to, to always be called this. So to see a movie that, that where the nerds went out was, was feeling good. Now, when I went to high school, I was definitely with the nerds and, you know, in every nerd group, you have the, the tall gawky one, the fat kid, the kid who plays too much D&D and has no social skills. So I was the token fat kid in, in my high school clique. And, you know, it, it was what it was. And and I went to an all-boys school, and the bullying there wasn't nearly as bad as it was in junior high and, and so forth. But I talk about that in the, in the later episodes where I talk about dating and uh, the women. So, like, our episodes around 10 to 15, I start talking about my experiences with that. And then when I lost my way, the nerd friends turned on me because they resented me because I finally got a girlfriend and so forth. But that's not really talking about Revenge of the Nerds. So Revenge of the Nerds is great. If you have, uh, I think it's on Stars or maybe it's on Cinemax. I believe it's on Cinemax. If you have Cinemax, go check it out. 1984 classic. I highly recommend it. All right, guys. If you appreciate any of my content, especially now that my feed's down, please Donate to the PayPal link found in the episode notes. Also, you can support me by by helping out the Amazon affiliate status that I have. So click on Naturopathic Earth. The link is in the episode notes, and that takes you to naturopathicearth.com, where I have all my articles and all my podcasts are there. And uh, you'll see I'm selling my two books on the right bar. Click on that, and it takes you to Amazon, where you can buy my two books, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior and Confessions of an Obese Child. 
and then you're on Amazon. So anything you buy within 24 hours going through my link on Naturopathic Earth, I get a 2% commission, no expense to you. They don't raise the price. It's just I'm an Amazon affiliate. If you need some help from the one-on-one perspective with weight loss or weight maintenance, contact me through the Clarity.fm link. And please subscribe and post an honest review for Confessions of an Obese Child, The Awakened Man, and yes, even the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. Until next time, take care. No, no, no extra music.